to have you by my fire and I want to learn everything about you girl Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I want to learn everything about you especially oh tell me about your favorite scratch-offs girl tell me about your favorite scratch-offs girl tell me about your favorite scratch-offs girl tell me about your favorite scratch-offs do you like lucky ducks do you like triple crown do you like threes a crown tell me all about your favorite scratch-offs did you find the pharaoh's gold on your favorite scratch-off that, that talk was beautiful, and it made me want to abandon the intro that I have and just talk about the fact that we watched the first episode. We watched three quarters of the first episode of Love is Blind, season yeah, three. We don't need to talk about that. No, God, wait, no. But what if I do? Okay, because let's talk about it. I, listen, I have a very... I, I, hold, I hold femininity with a loose grip. Okay. I, you know, I just... I don't really understand men or women. Never have... Mm. When I was a freshman, yeah, tell me about it. When I was <laughs> when I was a freshman hey. in college, they used to call me the feminist who hates women. Do you remember that? That was like my nickname. I don't remember that. They, that because It'd be helpful I was, if I did, but I was I don't. the only person in like several things that would like outwardly say that I was a feminist right. in 2009 in East Tennessee. But I also did not understand or get along with other women. Mm. Um. And I just, I just, I hold it with such a loose grip, my own womanhood, because I don't really understand. Um, and to be so confronted mm. with so much gender all at once. On oh, Love is Blind, Was yeah. just a lot to take in. And I just yeah. need to know, I guess, I guess what I want to do is Isn't just it, ask, why, yeah. what, why, what, why, why? what, why? Why are you like this? Why are you like this? And if anybody could explain it to me, we do have an email address. It's foreveracritic at gmail.com. It is hard. It's hard for me to get my head around how someone can be so rooted in their own, in the expectations that were put on them and love them so much. I, truly, it's a thi- obviously, it's a thing. It is. It and is it's great. Thing. It's fine. And I, and I love and you I, for it. But it's I cannot get my head around I it. It's, it either. just sounds so fucking boring to me. Well, but just see, and that's not even my issue with it. I'm sure it's great. It looks so fun. Yeah. Way to go. Get it, girl. It looks so fun. Yeah. I, I Does it look fun for me? But it looks like they are having a great time. And I just, but what I don't under, what doesn't make sense to me, and maybe this is just because of how my brain works, is that it, nobody will, it, it's not simultaneously fun and fake. But like, I know it's fake. Uh-huh. Because it's because we made it up, just like everything in our world, like we made it up. Yeah. Way back in the dizzy, we just made it up. We decided this is what boys girl and this is what girls girl, you mm. know. And then we we decided Western society was like these are our gods. <laughs> um, and I, and so, but it's fake. 
It's completely fake. Yeah. And so what baffles me is clinging so tightly to it without any knowledge that this is a farce. And loving it. Loving it so much, but it being a farce. And I'm loving it. Loving and I don't it. know now if we have time. I want to have as many kids as I can. I'm loving I wanna it. I want to have 10 children. I want to have 10 Listen, children. Just before we like start dating, I do need to let you know that I do some service industry jobs on the weekend, which makes it sound like I'm a stripper, which... A would be fine, and B <laughs> wasn't would, the reveal. Was not the reveal. The reveal was that she was a bartender, and I and we're still baffled as we're to why still, that is why a problem. Why is that a problem, men? Men, Can do you not date bartenders? Is that like a thing? Is that a thing? Because she was really fucking I, nervous about it. We don't understand why. I just, that, I it wasn't so even like nervous. It wasn't even like a risque bartending thing. It no, was, just like regular bartending, bark- not even and, Coyote and, Ugly. I and the guy was like, "Oh, okay, I've uh. neat, <laughs> neat." Uh, and then the, what, the thing is, well, no, reason- not even that's giving him too much credit. That's he true. he was honestly like, "No, that's fine. I support." It. He, like he seemed like he understood why that might why, be a problem. Why it could potentially be in it. Yeah, no. If you're my girl and I'm your guy, then like we're in a relationship. Can I trust you? No, bartenders are not out here. No, like, it's a bartender. I think it's just a job. I think it's just a job. I think it's just a job, and I'm so confused by all of it. So instead of actually doing the introduction I had planned, because it's gone. God knows. It, it, we're at five minutes. We're at we're five done. minutes now. What I need, yeah. what I need, is someone to explain everything <laughs> to me. Okay. Boom. Okay. So you, you don't want to talk about your favorite scratch offs. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, <laughs> the Internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And when I have an extra ten dollars, I will go for the triple crown. Scritchy, um, scritchy, scritchy. <laughs> On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things you people have to say about just about everything you specifically have to say. Oh, God. And we bring those reviews here to surprise you and surprise each other with whatever is going on with regular society. What is happening? My good luck charm for doing really well on a scratch off is I'll, I'll take two of them. And if I've got two in a row, mm-hmm. I'll snort all the filings and then do the third one. I, you're going first, so why don't I just go ahead and get everybody excited for my thing? Let's do that. Um, we are we are gonna we are gonna talk shit and get dragged. Oh, okay. Book nook edition. Book nook. Oh, it's a it's a hybrid section. Um, which means that we're gonna talk about cookbooks. We're blending that's genres. I'm, that's what I'm calling my cookbook uh, section. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is abstract hip hop with some heavy metal. With some heavy metal, we okay. dabble in industrial. Excellent. 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 Uh, folks, we're a review show. I don't know if that was clear. I said that. I know, but it was in the scripted bit. That's easy to tune out. Uh, folks, it's, it's where we do reviews. Um. I don't know if y'all know, know <laughs> that. I don't know if y'all know that. You read websites. I'm not uh, sure what you do here. And today we're getting started with an oldie but a goodie. No, not Frankie in the Four Seasons. It's a segment I used to do called, Oh, they got monkeys and tigers and where the wild things aren't. Is this a zoo? We're going to this is a topic this is about zoos. The zoo segment. This Hi, is my zoo segment. This is my recurring segment where the wild things aren't, and it's about <laughs> zoos, but not just any zoo today. Today we're getting wet and or wild at the Outback Kangaroo Farm in Arlington, Washington. Guys, we'll say it again: the Outback Kangaroo Farm in Arlington, Washington. It's like a good short poem. Sometimes it might go over your head, so mm-hmm. you got to say it again. Mm-hmm. 
three or was that good? That was good. Okay, great. Uh, they have kangaroo. <laughs> Oops. Oh, shit. They have kangaroos? From their website, our unique 40-minute tours are both educational and recreational, just like my favorite ways to use marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> whether, whether you are 8 or 80, you will find something to pique your curiosity. If you're 90, you're fucked out of luck. If you're our- 7, you're not allowed in. <laughs> Our menagerie of furry and feathered seven-year-olds, no, just residents, includes kangaroos, wallabies, wallaroos, rabbits, llamas, lemurs, alpacas, Nigerian dwarf goats, peacocks, mini donkeys, parrots, and emus. Uh, Okay. It's a petting zoo, dog. You shouldn't pet a kangaroo. (laughs) Oh, God. No, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'll show you some pics. Oh, sorry. I'm really popping off. No, 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 yeah, no. A lot of clipping on that. Um, sorry. Can we read reviews? Did anyone die? Are they okay? Don't pet kangaroos. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have, have told you that they pet kangaroos. <laughs> I knew. I should have known that you would clip. Um. <laughs> Fuck. No wonder you can't go in if you're 80. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, 90. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, And I'll just read this sentence. This is the first sentence on their general description. Mm -hmm. Looking for an interesting activity to enjoy? (laughs) 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 What does that mean? Many of our animals are happy to interact with you. But some are not. That implies some are not. There's a part of their website. There's two links on the bottom of their website that say kangaroo sales and wallaby sales. So at some point they sold kangaroos and wallabies. I, the legality of that is beyond me. I don't know. Before you interrupt, because I can see you making hand gestures, when you click either of those links, it just loops right back to the top of their homepage. So they're, they don't work. Mm-hmm. So there's no de- I have no further details. I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it was a thing. I, again, the legalities I do not understand. <laughs> I wouldn't think you could do that. Um, and I don't think it no one said that they bought meat from this place and people do eat kangaroos so I don't know how did they get the kangaroos in the first place I don't know I don't know again I really don't know Uh, we got reviews oh here's a picture of a small child getting nose to nose with a kangaroo we got reviews one star (laughs) they have claws on their hands I know they're vicious little fuckers did you know that they have claws on their hands I know four stars for Michelle E we're just going to look at all the positive ones to get started. Okay. So these are all the ones that made it. Yeah. Exactly. This is from 2012. Okay. That's so whether, a long time ago. Whether or not they're still kicking it is, is, we don't know. This was our first trip to the kangaroo farm. I was a bit hesitant after reading the mixed reviews on here, but very pleasantly surprised. And what Michelle, and what Michelle is about to do is provide a great many answers to context that they are not going to provide. <laughs> My favorite. Exactly. Content over context. Exactly. First of all, it was easy to find using the driving directions tab on their site. And if I can find it, anyone can. The drive takes you through a beautiful farming community, which is an oxymoron. The ki- <laughs> That's rude. It's not. The kids enjoyed looking around on the way. The owners, a husband and wife, were polite and displayed a sense of humor throughout the tour. That's... The- what you would say if you were a robot. The only time a voice was raised was to be heard over the many children slash adults on the tour, and it was not done in a disrespectful manner. If anything, the regard shown for the animals by the owners displayed caring very much for them. Okay, you're right. Content over context. Fist on fist on waist, as Honestly, if to look yeah. at you judgmentally. 
it was easy to see by the animals' interactions with them that they are well taken care of and loved. Monkey chow is not what they give you to feed the various animals. Michelle, 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 you need to let us know what you're defending them against. It is, <laughs> it is what they give the lemurs for protein, but not what you'll be feeding the llamas later. If you don't want to feed a llama by mouth, just hold it in your hand. Oh, my God, Michelle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Easy fix for those who have earlier expressed concern. Seeing grown men kiss a llama is worth the trip alone. The animals were extraordinarily laid back. The wallabies could have been large pet cats or dogs. No, they're wild animals. They're They're not domesticated. (laughs) They are super soft and, and this is the word that Michelle used, I'm sorry, endearing. I I bet I would also love to pet a wall. I like, I don't, I'm going to take a breath. (laughs) My problem here isn't that I don't want to pet a wallaby. And I have pet llamas, both llamas and alpacas. Yeah. I love to pet llamas and alpacas. And you said there was some kind of rare goat. I fucking love to pet a goat. A Nigerian dwarf goat. I've never seen a lemur in real life. I would love to see a lemur in real life. So my issue here, I just want everyone to know that my issue here isn't that I I don't want to pet a wallaby. My issue is all of it. Yeah. Holistically. Holistically is my problem. (laughs) It's fair. Uh, they are super, okay. Uh, my children loved feeding various animals and getting to hold the Joey at the end of the tour. This is a long review, by the way. There was a running faucet with soap and towels after the tour, or you could use or bring hand sanitizer if that is your preference. The enclosures were large by private zoo type establishment standards and were clean. The miniature horse, Oreo, was tied on the lead under a shade tree and had a bucket of water close by. Like a... Like somebody's mastiff? Like some Texan's mastiff? Okay. Cool, 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 cool. He is a stallion, hence his less than cozy demeanor. The emu with the hurt eyelid is fine. (laughs) Michelle! (laughs) Just a leftover from a disagreement with the male emu. Basically, this is like a giant petting zoo where you can feed... The animals and pet kangaroos even hug one named Jack. Tortoises, wallabies, donkeys, parentheses, one has a baby. (laughs) Llamas. There are also various birds to view. Just generally, like migrating birds. In North America, yeah. just like birds around. Mm -hmm. It is some, it's a, it's a gross farmland community. So like there's birds. Farmland is the backbone of our nation. Um... I, Tyson would disagree. I'm pretty sure it's industrial wasteland currently. There are also very... Oh, birds to view. It is sometimes difficult to hear the tour guide if you are with a large group. There are swings for the kids under a large tree and nice picnic tables, which I've seen the pictures, and that's true. They're very nice. We will visit again. The price was reasonable for the tour. I shouldn't feel this beat down at review one. Yeah, I know. We got a lot that to go. That really concerns me. We got a lot to go. Four stars from Judy R. You want another one? I do. All right. A deep cut off the kangaroo tree. Here we go. (laughs) You really have to see it to believe it. What a fun place in strange sort of way. Kangaroos and Christmas trees in Arlington, Washington. So this is from 2008. I assume they used to sell Christmas trees as well. They used to sell kangaroos. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or at least they're at least they're delicious. Stop. Go on. Yep. There are also lemurs, a cavy, peacocks, 
chinchillas, parentheses, in the gift shop. Stop it. <laughs> so you can buy chinchillas by the pound, presumably. Fuck off. Proceed. <laughs> Wallabies, llamas, alpacas, emus, ostriches, a miniature horse, pygmy goats, and a pig that, parentheses, I swear, smiled at our camera. <laughs> I had a blast. And even got over my kangaroo phobia, parentheses, no kidding, since being chased down by a giant red in Australia at a national park. Like, so you knew, you knew, bitch, you knew. <laughs> they have claws on their hands and their feet are made to kill you. They are bigger than a human. Do you know how big a kangaroo is? Yes, you do. You do. So this one has no excuse. God, they are wild fucking animals. Basically, it's basically a Hitmonchan with uh, with uh, 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 jackhammer legs. Yes, it yeah. is. It's like it's like Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Yeah, it's like Hitmonlee had talons. Yeah, and jackhammer legs <laughs> and a cute little cozy pouch for its baby. Oh God! I like kangaroos are beautiful creatures and they should be left alone. Two warnings, and we'll just read the second one. Forget the kitties wanting a puppy for Christmas. They'll want a baby roo once you hold it at the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. And we're going to skip a bunch of those for time, but a number, a large number of reviewers mentioned that at the end of the tour, you get to hold a baby kangaroo. And I'm sure Which that's... means that everyone gets to hold a baby kangaroo, which okay. means that that baby kangaroo gets held by everyone, which is monstrous. Yeah, I, I'm sure that they clean it really well and they get all the human... Ness off of it. They have a faucet. The first reviewer said they have a faucet. Oh, good. So, it's fine. It's fine. The baby kangaroo that's held by everyone all the time is fine. Um, there's a kid kissing a llama. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the mouth. There, there's an old man holding a kangaroo by the jaw quite aggressively. That looks like a pretty small kangaroo. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think they have the big reds they, that, they that traumatized uh, <laughs> they the They don't last have one. a big that that variety. They don't have the ones that get like six feet tall. Yeah. They only have the ones that get like five and a half feet tall. Yeah. The okay. ones that really look like a deer that learned to stand on its hind legs and then got fucking yoked. Yeah. 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 I will say kangaroos genuinely freak me out. And not in like I, I was doing this, it was interesting <laughs> because I realized like I have arachnophobia. Uh-huh. Relatively severe, but not as severe as some folks. Um, and I've gotten better about it recently, but, um, you know, a phobia is an irrational fear. Yeah. I have a rational fear of kangaroos. I can look at them all day. I, I can I can even be around one. They freak me out in a very intellectual way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm not disturbed by them, but, like, they're scary. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about hippopotamuses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, they're cute as hell, they're but, cute like, as hell, but intellectually terrifying. what that animal can do. Yeah. I don't have any emotions about them. But I am intellectually unnerved. I'm not going to get fucking near one. (laughs) Yeah, no chance in hell. No chance in hell. Uh, Four stars from (laughs) Steve-O82. Steve-O is famous in the Jackass franchise. Yeah, what's Steve-O doing with his Rue? My girls are four and six. They loved feeding, petting, and kissing the animals. (laughs) If you go there, you'll understand the kissing. And Steve-O says nothing more on the subject. So we've already given it away, but I just, you know, if you're reading that review in a vacuum, Steve-O, I'm going to need you to back up for I'm a second. I'm going to need you to back up. What is it about? You're talking about your kids kissing the animals? This doesn't sound like a place I want to be. I mean, I just like, 
like, did we? I mean, I guess. When was that review from? Uh, um, uh, 2014. 2014. Yeah. See, we'd already had the avian flu and the swine flu by then. Yeah. Let's not start the kangaroo flu. Let's not do the roo flu. The llama flu. No. Okay. So, and I did want to check in with you because you've you've done llama things. You've done yeah. at least one more llama thing than me. In that, I've, I've done, done zero more. I've done three more llama things than you. Okay. Well, I've done zero. Yeah. So whatever the number is, it's it's easy math. Uh huh. Is kissing a thing? I've never kissed a llama. Did other was that a thing offered? I we went to a a a like solely llama refuge in rural Vermont where the whole thing was bond with your llama. Right. And we were encouraged not to touch their faces unless we were like feeding them. We I, could feed them dandelions, but we weren't supposed to like kiss or touch their, okay. like, so their that's face weird. and mouth because like it could bite you back. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah. that's no fun. Were you encouraged to kiss the llamas during COVID? I mean, this was pre COVID. Right. Um, okay, I so we, I we don't have the data a, on that. I have no data okay. on post-COVID llama situations. Um, here in uh, July 2020, there were reviews about kissing llamas. I just don't think that's a good idea. It's, you know, it's interesting. It's it's probably the worst way to share mouth space during a pandemic. It really is probably the worst way. And it's fun when you let people, when you not only let people do it, but it's like a part of the thing. It's part of the thing that everybody has to kiss the same llama on the mouth. Okay, if you want to kiss the llama, everybody step up. Okay. 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 Um, and before we get to your section, here is someone uh, having their French tuck absolutely decimated by a lemur. Oh, look at that lemur, though. I know. I mean, but it hates him? that French tuck. It does hate that French tuck. Um, we're gonna talk about Paul Hollywood's How to Bake. Oh fuck! <laughs> Paul Hollywood, tell me all about the flavors of Mexico. Um, <laughs> you fuck. Um, evidently in this most recent episode, he ruined s'mores is what I'm hearing. I, we haven't watched it yet, but what, what, what I heard is that he, this time he ruined s'mores. He um, went on a camping trip and learned all about s'mores and now he's ready to share his expertise. So we are going to talk about baking's beefiest boy, Paul Hollywood. Okay. Um, in his, uh, book, how to bake, how to bake, how, how to bake. Uh, and what this bastard Paul Hollywood has done has fooled people into thinking he's a man of the people. Oh, God, no. And what he, we're going to find he's out... He's a man of the beach. Is that <laughs> he's the man of the... I mean, the Palm Springs tanning salon, maybe, yeah. but not the beach. Nah, I, I, I perpetually picture, like, the second the cameras turn off, Paul Hollywood grabs a much younger woman and goes to the beach. Just any one of them? Any of them, yeah. Any of them, uh, somebody. Just the nearest one. The nearest one. Um... Grabs a couple NDAs, goes to the beach. <laughs> like honestly, God. I mean, and I still watch the show at all, but like, let's be real. Um, but Paul Hollywood has made an enormous oversight. Oh no! In creating this cookbook. Oh no! And Jay's gonna tell us what it is. Did a couple of the NDAs not not get signed? <laughs> I guess not. Oh no! I guess not. Oh boy! Um, and it was the NDA. Um. <laughs> Turns out, American Imperial Measurement never signed an NDA for Paul Hollywood. Jay has one star. Okay. Recipes are in grams with no conversion to ounces. And this is on Amazon? Oh, yeah. Okay. I cannot believe a publisher of a cookbook with worldwide distribution. It's a cookbook! Especially with U.S. popularity would make this error. 
there are five exclamation points. <laughs> hey, we are calling it an error because it's using grams. It's using the metric system. An error. Because we're cooking in grams, which we should do. Which we should do, especially cooking grams. Especially to bake. To yeah. bake, you should weigh your especially for bread, you should weigh your ingredients. Yeah, That's, do you know what a really good measurement for weighing like flour and stuff is? Ounces? Grams. Oh. Ah. <laughs> D Ormus one star caution! All oh, metric measurements. I love this show, so I bought the book. Uh-huh. So disappointed. Yeah. This book should come with a warning. Caution! All metric measurements. Yeah. And they are famously difficult to convert. You have to get out your phone. You have to, like, type two things in. It's just, who's got time for that? Um, And I want to start, I want to go to our nearest Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And with stickers that say, caution, imperial, and put them <laughs> on all of Bobby Flay's cookbooks. Yeah. I just want to slap them everywhere I can find. Yeah. I mean, well, he goes around trying to claim other countries as his. It's, you know... <laughs> It's fair. He, does, he only claims the <laughs> he only claims the Southwest is his. <laughs> koala has a one star review. Koala. I wonder if they let you kiss koalas. That's how you get chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how to do it. That's the only way to get chlamydia. I don't actually. think you can get chlamydia from the mouth. <laughs> you've not, never you've never kissed a koala. You have to kiss him on the dick. Uh, I don't. Do they have dicks? You think? Do they have? Di- Okay, this is Are they a like distraction. Ducks? Is it like a screw? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. This is a distraction. <laughs> this is a distraction. Sunny Jim has our next review. That so, was the noise. This is the signal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cups and ounces. Two stars does not include dual measurements. Yeah. My bad. These all of the reviews I've read you are from the 2020s. Uh-huh. 2020, 2021, 2022. Yeah. I want you to know that all of them are from the most modern of eras. Okay? <laughs> None of these are even, this isn't like 2008, like the most modern of eras. Um, Really, yeah. My bad. Before I hit the buy button, I didn't investigate if the recipes also include U.S. measurements. It doesn't. I will convert the occasional recipe, but with only one good hand, I cannot convert an entire cookbook. Goodbye, Lily Koi Tarts. I think you can, though. And I just, It takes time. Sunny Jim. I feel like you've not provided enough context for this review. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to convert it all in one go. Just take it one at a time, baby. Take it slow. And I think, I mean, it only takes one hand to use your phone. Typically. I typically, just, yeah. Typically. And also, like, you can print a conversion chart. If you buy a lot of British oh, cookbooks. Let's not go crazy. That's, just, that's, that, we're not trying to put that burden on anybody. Fair. I mean, we don't even own a printer. Fair. Thank God, too, because they're they're shits, aren't they? I fucking hate a printer. They, they are. I mean, they are shit. It's the worst invention ever. Um, they, make, they make that stupid fucking noise. We're going to read a couple more reviews about how it's in the metric system. Are you ready? You ever listen to a printer? Janelle has a four-star review. Uh-huh. Medic. It's great, <laughs> although it's unapologetically metric. Ah, uh, come on. That's not a good adverb. It's also British, so some of the ingredients have to be substituted for what we have here in the States. Yeah. All that said, you get yourself a scale that converts to medic and just Google <laughs> it if you don't know what the ingredient is. Likely it has another name here. 
Okay, so but the subject line is medic. M E T I C. Oh, okay. Medic. I thought it was. I thought it was a reference to all the times in Chopped and Great British where they call for a medic. Medic. Because that's um, fun, but no, it's just a horrible typo. Just a horrible typo that they did <laughs> twice in one review that I thought <laughs> I thought was pretty pretty funny. It's gold um, standard. Yeah, it is gold standard. We are just flying through these reviews. I've got mm-hmm. a couple other ones. Um, uh, two other issues. Melody, three stars. Uh, my apologies. The book did arrive in another box. <laughs> cool. Neat. Oh, you love that. You love it. The first one, of course, deleted. Deleted. The, God. Fr- the first review where, where Melody, Melody was going nu- nuclear. I went to Melody's like reviewer page to find it. It's not there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Whatever sins Melody released on the internet, <laughs> Melody did erase. Um <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end on one I, that is not. I about opened the, med- the box. It was five hundred big pens, and I did order five hundred big pens, but I shouldn't have gotten it first. Oh, there it is. Okay, sorry. They weren't even for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's an important. The, the for her ones have a little groove. It's a little bit more ergonomic because mm-hmm. ladies need that kind of extra touch. <laughs> If you understand gender, I need you to email me. Like, God, I need you to email me. Um, writer and reader has our last review with a problem that is not about the metric system. Are you ready? Okay. Three stars. I'm going to keep the, the tagline, the like title of this review, a secret. Okay. Page 74 is a recipe for chola bread. C-H-O-L-L-A. Okay, so sick. S-I-C. Bread. <laughs> he means challah. Yeah. <laughs> a, a Jewish braided bread. Yeah. And then writes that is traditionally served on Passover, a holiday that re- forbids eating bread. Right. So number, uh, but it, it's spelled chola in the it, book. Page seventy four is a recipe for C H O L L A bread. <laughs> This is Which the... I'm going to pronounce as chola because I don't know how else you would pronounce it. Well, no, that's correct for sure. Um, Unless it's Spanish and then it's choya. <laughs> but but the, but yeah, okay. Which which Paul Hollywood f- would fuck up too. We know that. Yeah, now. we have no idea. Um, <laughs> but then he says that challah is famous for Passover. It's wild, which yeah. it is not. It yeah. Is served at I mean other ceremonies, other holidays, yeah. but like. You There's pick- even a word for it. I don't remember the word for it, but like you're not supposed to eat bread with gluten for that like certain period. You had a number of choices and you yeah. happened to pick, you, you hit the only cactus in the desert. Yeah, there's so many Jewish holidays. Do you know how many? There's so many Jewish holidays and they're all so beautiful. And you just you just threw a dart, didn't you, Paul? Threw a dart and hit the bartender right in the face. Yeah, couldn't have been Sukkot, one and, all about eating. And that bartender just got dumped for being a bartender. Just got dumped. It's wild. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I, can see. I, I know you're trying to cut to break. I know but I'm trying, but I can see your wheels turning, and they just it's can't. It's a rough one to end on because that is fucked, and it's I just fucked. It's fucked, and that's why I wanted to end on it because I want everybody to go into the <laughs> with what the fuck, Paul Hollywood? What the and fuck? The metric system doesn't do that. Of course, it's in the metric system. He's from England, bitches. Um, but guess what? There are in England. Jewish people. Yeah, and the next episode of the Great British Bake Off will probably be fucking Jewish week. No, it's not because he ruins s'mores. 
Oh, so, well, okay. Well, the one after that. The one after, yeah, it's going to be Jewish week. And Noel Fielding and what's his fuck will be out there in like stereotypical Jewish garb. Yeah, they're going to be, be like, out We're there. not going to make any jokes about Jewish people and then make a horrible pun about Jewish people. And they're going to be dressed like the ensemble from Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's, then... it's going to be heinous. Um, <laughs> God damn, Paul. This is not how you braid Chola. <laughs> <laughs> If your life is a fucking mess, send us mail on the pony distress. Uh, it's a slow news week. It's the snail mail news week um, on the pony. But uh, I music reference number one: snail mail. Boom, got it. Go on. <laughs> honestly i'm at a point now where i'm just gonna start tallying up all our obscure music references yeah mostly from me for everyone playing along at home yeah Um, it's like bingo so now we got snail mail boom valentine done kick it fuck it kill it (laughs) i just want this is weird now it's weird because all i wanted to say is that (laughs) listener lee did let us know that the last time you want a big beef belly is right before your the big push it gotta be. Um, is you don't want it. No. Um, and let us know that it's the the best shepherd's pie they ever made that they didn't get to eat. So yeah, unless you're I'm sorry, to- listener Lee. <laughs> Sounds bad. Yeah, we checked it on the Discord. Glad you all are having good good times on there and discussing when it's okay to ask when someone's preggers. Which is never. 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 I mean, look, unless unless they got a shirt on that says, ask me about my pregnancy. <laughs> In which case. Which, <laughs> which they should give you. At, at your first like <laughs> okay. uh, ultrasound, they should give you Can I you tell one. you? This is unrelated. Uh-huh. Unrelated. I mean, we pregnancy. got time. Yeah, go for it. Right? Right. Okay. So this week... I'm a teacher. I've I've been open about that on our podcast. Yeah. I'm a special education teacher. I think I've said that on the podcast before. A bunch, yeah. Probably a bunch. But yeah, that's my field. That's my field. I'm pretty passionate about it. Um and I don't know if anybody else has been looking in America recently, but being a special education teacher in America sucks balls. Yeah. And the students are the best part about it. Uh, everything else sucks balls. Yeah. Um <laughs> This week, in my uh, district, they're doing a special education week of action, the the union is, uh-huh. to try to advocate uh, for special educators. Uh, but one of the ways that they're doing this is um, they gave us all buttons. Uh, they gave the, the, we're supposed to pass out for the teachers, I heart special educators, which is great. I would love to wear one of those. I love, not always myself, but other special educators. Um, but no, what I'm supposed to wear tomorrow is a button that says, ask me how it's going. <laughs> I mean that's cheeky. I like and that. I um I like that. I there's a part of me that likes it and yeah. there's a part of me that is going to walk around my the hellfire that <laughs> is teaching special education in America tomorrow with a button that says ask me how it's going. Mm. And all day long I'm going to have to look professionals in the face and decide how I'm going to answer the question ask me how it's going. Because the answer is my students are a delight. Everything else I could murder. <laughs> Including that rack of ribs. Mm. <laughs> Gotta feed this pregnancy somehow. Jesus. Also, Hellfire, Black Minnie's last album. Boom. That's two. <laughs> Fuck it. Kill it. Kill Bury it. it. Kill it. Put it in the ground. Um So anyway, I that's a that's a caveat, but um, I'm just I it's a loaded question. Yeah. How's it going? How's um hugging a kangaroo and kissing it on the mouth going? Oh, let's kiss some kangaroos. Can we kiss some kangaroos on the mouth? Let's see. Uh, all right. 
not everyone had a good time at this fucking kangaroo farm. Oh, no. Not everyone had a good time. You're kidding. Also, if you want to reach out to us, our contact information is in the description. We'll say it at the end, too. And if you would like a Discord link, just reach out on email or Twitter, and we can always hook you up. Don't forget to tell your friends about the show. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. We're going back to the Outback Kangaroo Farm in Arlington, Washington. Bet you thought I was going to say Virginia. (laughs) One star. This is from Kim B. This for-profit zoo was not a place I'd go back to. (laughs) Yes, you get to see animals domesticated that you would not normally see in the Pacific Northwest wild. Which I thought we had kangaroos, so that's shocking to me. You don't (laughs) see those in America wild. None of those animals are from America. (laughs) I think wallaroos are. But most were were so docile that it was questionable if they might have been drugged. And then some we were warned not to approach or get close to, even though we were in their pen during the tour. We saw one of the kangaroos scratch a little girl. Because they have claws. Not sure what the situation was, but the little girl seemed calm and non-threatening. So it's not the little... I don't know what the situation was, but it's not the little girl's fault, okay? (laughs) I blame the... I'm brave enough to blame the kangaroo. It gave us an unsettling feeling about which animals were friendly and which were going to be unpredictable. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in a pen with an unpredictable animal that is taller than me and can claw my face off with once swipe. So they do have big reds. <laughs> the cinnamon gum is lurking. I mean, probably, but they, uh, who knows? <laughs> or this the, is a uh, short Sorry, I, I, just, I just drove right past the cinnamon gum is lurking. Sorry. Go ahead. It's fine. Pedal to the metal, baby. Pedal to the metal. Uh, um, Oh, what a wild thing to say. I love that. Okay. The grounds are really dirty. The people running it were characters. (laughs) (laughs) One looked like he'd been in either a major car accident or a bar fight. Those are hugely different. (laughs) Uh, Kim B's just taking swings, okay? No, the kangaroos are. (laughs) Fair. And one ran around the place barefoot. Yuck. Oh, these are the owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. One of the owners looked like they'd been in a car accident or a a bar fight. Those are still tremendously different. A major car accident. Tremendously different. Or a minor bar fight. I mean, (laughs) was it at Friar Tuck's? Oh, probably over a parking space, yeah. That could have been, I mean, it could have been brutal. They are cash and check only, and basically the place just seemed a bit shady. (laughs) Non sequitur. I am not a fan of zoos, but gave in to family that wanted to go. But even my four-year-old daughter just wanted to go home. And she seemed (laughs) non-threatening. A weird experience. I don't like not knowing which animals are going to be unpredictable at this kangaroo farm. I mean, it, it would, it would, I, for reasons, I would not go here uh, for reasons already mentioned, but yeah. it would, it would freak me out if I was standing inside an animal's enclosure and then the zookeeper said, be careful with this when they're feisty. I, it freaked me out, but like also, yeah, they're wild fucking animals and some of them are known to be dangerous. So like, uh, yeah, that's a re- it's like not a not an incorrect thing to say. But it maybe means that your attraction is a bad idea. It maybe means opening the pen, the, maybe opening that specific enclosure and letting small children Let's in. Let's maybe view from a distance instead of kissing them. Yeah. 
Um, and I will say, I've read a lot of reviews for this place. That's the only one that mentioned anyone being hurt. So that's like not a thing. Okay. The kangaroos must be like fine Drug. or maybe, or drugged. <laughs> yeah. According to Kim. Uh, or like, I don't know anything. I don't know fuck all about kangaroos. So like maybe only certain kinds are like known to be dangerous or territorial or, or whatever. Maybe they do tell people to stay away from the ones that are tend yeah, to be aggressive. Or something. But, so people getting hurt isn't the thing. It's just that's on the surface pretty wild. Good. I'm glad people don't get hurt on the rag. So like I I don't I wouldn't go to this place because I don't agree with what they do necessarily, um, but as far as danger goes, they seem like they know what they're doing and it's probably fine. One star from Carissa R. It's a bold thing to say. <sighs> you know yeah, that's on. my read. Move on. Move on. And again, <laughs> I, I and again, I think this place is immoral, but like for different reasons. Uh, very dumpy. I can't believe we didn't have to wash our hands before handling these poor, overfed animals. Is this place even healthy? <laughs> I I feel like I was on an episode of Hoarders. The poor goats. Oh, no. <laughs> All the animals are overweight and don't appear happy. The owners were kind of rude and made it feel like an annoyance to show us around. I left feeling horrible spending money to support this dirty place. <laughs> The emu was missing an eye. Missing an eye. Which I think is wrong. Okay. I think final. I think that I think the emu had a damaged eyelid that was referenced earlier and and, Car- and Carissa's just saying shit. It's fine. It's fine. The female and male didn't get along until they fought it out. Um really? Have they not heard of slowly introducing the animals to make sure they get along? I think emus just fight sometimes, but I think, bud. Emus, I think emus sometimes they just fight. And look, that's why we probably shouldn't like do this kind of thing. But yeah, there are emu farms all over the place, right? We so, did that's like true. happen that's upon true. a strange restaurant in the redwoods that happened to have two <laughs> emus. They just like had them. Yeah, they just had a couple of emus. It wasn't like part of the attraction. They were just there. It was a diner. It was a diner, a rural diner. I am sure they get a lot of animals dropped off and are doing their part to take in unwanted animals, but seriously, clean the damn place. Take care of these beautiful animals and stop trying to sell them. How much inbreeding is going on? 40 plus kangaroos and wallabies? That's a fuck ton. Stop already. Stop all the downloading. What? I mean, but you don't know that there. It's not you don't know that it's an inbreeding situation. Well, what are you also, talking about? But you also is there is there a large like kangaroo rescue need? Is that a need that we that needs to be filled in the Pacific North? I'm, I'm not. I mean, it's a need you. that I need to fill. I just don't know if that's like a service <laughs> that needs to be provided in the Pacific Northwest. They seem to be promoting getting a wallaby or kangaroo for pets. I at this point, okay. So the second act is devoted to just reading people's vibes. <laughs> and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the claims they're going to make about this place that I cannot validate. I okay. Because like, look, most of the reviews for this place are really positive. Most people are also idiots. So like, I don't know. Most, <laughs> most people. I shouldn't say that. Most, I mean, you're not wrong. Most people don't care about animal welfare. So like, okay. they're going to show up to a, a shitty a shitty ding hole and say, "Oh, it's I had a be- I had a great time. I kissed a llama." Yeah. So like, I don't know. Maybe the place is totally fine. Maybe it's not. We will never know. Yeah. We will never know. We will never know. Anyway, back to Carissa. <laughs> Most people can't even give their children enough attention and should not have animals they will neglect. It was it was very upsetting, and the only word I feel describes the farm is disturbing. Our kids loved it. <laughs> Holy 
moly. Our kids loved it. And the whole ride home was spent talking about treatment of animals. So our kids liked it too much. So I had to teach them a lesson. So I gave them the worst ride home ever. <laughs> God. This, and these places, I just, okay, so what it turns out, turns out a lot of uh, things about our society really boggle my mind. Maybe it's not just gender. Maybe, yeah. I have, maybe I have a problem with the whole lot. The whole thing. The whole thing really boggles the mind. Oh, one day I'm going to burn it down. Uh, uh, one star from MH. Only if it's in a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. One star from MH. We drove two hours to the farm and planned on being 30 minutes early with Google Maps estimate. So we're off to a good start. Great start. Great start. Well, and terrible accident on the way put us there five minutes after the noon tour schedule. The tour hadn't even left yet, and they wouldn't let me and my three-year-old join in. They told us we were welcome to wait two hours for the next tour, even after explaining how hard we tried to get there. The woman said, quote, sorry, rules are rules. Are you freaking kidding me? Kidding me? Destroy a little girl's dreams? They also told our friends, who did make the tour, that they weren't allowed to hop like a bunny in the picnic area where no animals were. Not family friendly at all. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? You want that last cut again? Uh-huh. They also told our friends, who did make the tour, that they weren't allowed to hop like a bunny in the picnic area where no animals were. It'll confuse the kangaroos. <laughs> It'll confu- the It'll kangaroos be- will get very sexually confused. They will get so <laughs> confused. And we're not trying to have that kind of crisis on our hands. Our counselors quit. Um, we, have a, we have a confusing enough understanding of gender as it is. <laughs> we can't, you can't all let them see you do that. We cannot get kangaroos in the mix. Mm-mm, uh-uh, mm-mm. Especially with those sweet pecs you've got to stop oh, have you seen them you have got to have stop have you seen them this is like the fourth time you've brought up their musculature have you seen it yes god damn one star from mary f i'm just gonna re- <laughs> i'm just gonna read this little bit okay they still had christmas decorations hung up and it was the end of july same <laughs> me too and we're ending on this one. Oh, good a classic uh-huh a magnanimous fuck yourself from Mason. <laughs> All right. This is on Google. Uh-huh. It's four months ago. Animals were great, but the tour guide kept making feminist remarks. That just really grinds my nerves. I hate to get into the whole gender thing again, but... Uh, <laughs> it's really the theme of this episode, turns out. Kept making feminist remarks and jokes. I get that you own the place and can do whatever you want. But I just wanted to pet some animals, not get political. I, it's not, it's, um, okay. <laughs> we can get to your segment at any time. So just take a, take a second, take an hour, whatever you need. I'm going to take a breath. Okay. That's a good first step. It is not political. You are a shithead. <laughs> um, let's talk about Garden. Do you want to hear something not political? What? You're a shithead. And you're a shithead. That's not political. Not That's just fact, baby. Facts. I just got straight knowledge. Oh, I'm pulling something out of the fax machine here. You're a shithead. Oh, it says you're a shithead. Um, so let's talk about the barefoot Contessa. All right. So we're switching gears big time from. Yeah, I pick, I just picked two. I picked two uh, cookbooks I wanted to die to. I picked two figures in the cooking world who have uh, both strong fan bases and. Uh, a woeful misunderstanding of the imperial system. Okay. Uh, no, I um, 
I just picked Ina because people love Ina or love to hate Ina. Okay, so so probably. I mean, I, I, the theme I see is yeah. we we've done America's first woman president, probably, probably, and probably future prime minister. <laughs> I mean, in Great Britain's biggest bad boy oaf. <laughs> the beefiest boy of baking is gonna come. The biggest the, beefy bastard ever. The biggest, the beefiest boy at Big Ben. Paul here Hollywood. In a second. Um, Who yeah. honestly would somehow still be an improvement. Okay. Somehow. God. Um. Modern comfort food. A barefoot Contessa cookbook. Here she is, smiling at you. Look at that. She's smiling. Uh, at you. Call that a smile, huh? I. That's that's what her face looks like. It's pretty lecherous. So is Ina. Give her a space. <laughs> it's fair um okay <laughs> so uh we're gonna start with this one we're just gonna rip the band-aid off it's a book on amazon christopher has a one-star review gross enchiladas recipe <laughs> and we're off <laughs> so mexican week in, in ina's garden did not go it well. did not go well <laughs> i just made her enchiladas recipe i went out on a limb and used goat cheese as directed <laughs> It was disgusting. Uh, okay. That two, was the problem. Two people found this helpful. Okay, and I okay. just wanted you all, I just wanted you to know. Okay. Great. And we're off. Jillian had a bad time. <laughs> cool. One star. It's not a comfort to the animals whose lives were stolen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? It's not a comfort to the animals Oh, because it's comfort foods. Whose lives were stolen. And those pigs do not feel comfortable. No. Unless you put them in a blanket, and then they're real cozy. 56 billion <laughs> land animals and 2 trillion ocean animals are cruelly murdered annually mm. so that you can call their decomposing bodies food. I mean, you're not wrong. By eating animals, you are participating in the slave trade, the enslavement of billions of animals. Now, see, now, why did you have to go and ruin it? Like, right? Because, like, you are actually, you are participating in the actual slave trade of human beings. Then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like slave trade. Well, that's not even the issue because you are like there are there is a slave trade in our global food industry that you are supporting, but it's not the enslavement of animals. Well, right, sure, okay, fair the, enough. The, fair the, enough, fair the enough. enslavement yes. of animals. Uh, the animals are people. They're people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the enslavement of billions of animals who are cruelly exploited, force bred, separated from their families, tortured, and murdered just so you can slowly kill yourself and shorten your lifespan by fifteen to twenty years while dramatically increasing your chances of living with a debilitating, painful disease. Yeah, okay. The only moral mm. way to live is to go vegan, which is in title case for some reason. <laughs> for the animals, for your health, and for the health of the planet and environment yeah. that over 7.5 billion p- other people and trillions of animals call home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go vegan, title case, plant emoji, and... Ditch this trash! Exclamation point. <laughs> I mean, it is a title. Um, um, you know, it's a shame. I agree with basically everything you said, and yet kind of a little preachy, huh? I it's like a little preachy. I think anybody who says the only moral way to live and then fills in that blank with their opinion 
is incorrect. <laughs> I think they're an incorrect person. Yeah, because I mean, your doctor might recommend six ounces of chicken breast a day, and then what? And they, now you're just forced to go to hell. No, I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I think assigning morality yeah. to food is a dangerous place to be. I mean, I, I kind of do. I'll be real about it. Kinda. I mean, yeah, I get, I get, like, yeah. I get, I get all the stuff. I wouldn't. I'm uh, not gonna like I'm a, say I'm, anything or like be rude about I mean, it. I understand the needs and the traditions and all that. It's complicated. I kind of do. I um. I think there is a huge difference between morality and mm. sustainability, yeah, and yeah. that indigenous cultures across our globe had sustainable ways of eating meat that were okay. This is somebody yeah, okay. who is, F- sure. yes. who is I, like, I'm a vegetarian for ethical reasons, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So like, I hear you, Jillian. I'm also not a vegan, so like. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not a vegan. And yeah. B, the slaves we're worried about are human beings. Yeah, That's oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, The yeah. issue I'm worried about is human, <laughs> like ultimately, I'm concerned the most about human beings, Jillian. Yeah. So anyway, not to get a little preachy, um, but that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> it, was pr- it was fun, yeah. Gross and weird sometimes. Anyway, Judy B yeah. has a one-star review. A collection of high-calorie recipes. <laughs> Golly. I own all of Ina Garden's cookbooks. And I purchased Modern Comfort Food as soon as it was released, believing that the recipes would be comfortable but also tailored nutritionally to modern awareness of weight control no 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 no, no. comforting comfortable no comforting comfortable i don't think you know what comfort food is comfortable it's not no when i get in it <laughs> when i get in it when i get in it i want to get in that lasagna i'm gonna get in it i'm gonna get in i'm gonna get i want to get in the enchiladas but i don't like the smell of goat cheese <laughs> unfortunately i am returning it to amazon because the recipes are too high calorie for my taste too much butter cream breading pancetta etc i don't think you know what comfort food is i don't think you own the rest of ina garten's cookbooks yeah <laughs> what is going on here i have tremendous respect for ina and i know that she did her market research before writing this book i just know she did i just if it was modern comfortable food then yeah i would expect mostly noodle bowls and salads and ancient grains because those are those make my tummy feel good i can get in it because then i can also yeah, get, get in it i can get, lay in all I that quinoa and that really get, really kick some um, waves yeah have a good time i wish her success a bold thing to say about Ina Garden, mm. a millionaire. Yeah, for well, I wish her success, but she lost me on this one. Since keeping my weight down is a top priority. Are I'm, we still stopping at millionaire with Ina Garden? Have we checked? I mean, recently? I haven't checked recently. She could easily be like, she owns Martha's Vineyard. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm still a loyal follower, and I can't wait for Ina's next book. Um, a hundred? Oh no, not a hundred. Sorry, twelve people found that helpful, and twelve people have never seen the show Barefoot Contessa before. <laughs> Yeah, and for real. that's very funny to me. <laughs> her, her food isn't even that comfort foody, but like I, it's it uses butter. It uses butter. It uses quite a bit of pancetta. In I don't the think traditional I've ever, way, yeah, because yeah, that's how the that's how they did it. That's, that's how you do it. Have you seen French cooking? That's, like primarily, yeah. I think she's. I think she was classically trained as a French chef. Have you met the French? That's what they do with their cooking. Yeah, jog in the morning, eat butter at night. That's the way we do it. That's the way we do it, baby. Um. Beth727 pointed out a different problem. I mean, how many problems can there be? So many. But you know what it is in? 
It's in the imperial system. One star. <laughs> she says that she planned this around people using this in the pandemic. Is a joke. This is from October 2020. Is a joke. Is a joke. Claiming in the intro that people were cooking comfort food from their pantries is a joke. Just reading the ingredients she uses for the recipes are not part of most folks' pantries. Truffles, fresh fennel, fresh leeks, and many more ingredients that are not in most people's pantries. I mean, what's what's going to be funny about this review is I think this review, for the first time, might be 100% valid. While the recipes look good, they are way too fancy for most people living Probably, in yeah. this pandemic. Yeah. Also, many people are home alone or with one person. None of her recipes are broken down for smaller sizes. Yeah. I'm truly disappointed. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've read some of her recipes, and I've read recipes from similarly uh, targeted publications. And yeah, uh, they're classist as fuck. Yeah. They're exclusive, and they act like they're not. They're like, oh, anybody can get this shit. And then they <laughs> list like 30 goddamn ingredients that the Kroger doesn't have. If $50 olive oil is not available to you, store-bought is fine. <laughs> if you get pressure on olives, yeah. Like, and store-bought is fine. Um, yeah. And I just, 56 people found that helpful, and 56 people have never seen the show Barefoot Contessa <laughs> that before. That too, yeah. I, Honest, honestly, yeah. I just, it's funny to me that these people haven't seen it before. Yeah, it's totally normal for her to reach into her pantry, look at the camera, and be like, now most people are going to already have this, and pull out three bulbs of fennel. Yeah. In the pantry for some reason, not even in the refrigerator. Not not even in the fridge, yeah. Now, you can't get fennel at a Kroger, but you you cannot get truffles. You cannot get truffles. And I, like, she will just make breakfast with one whole jar of capers. Just for (laughs) shits and gigs, y'all. Like, I just, context does matter. Sorry, Michelle but context does matter. Tara has a different problem. There's you, so many problems. If you can't find local p- capers, 365 is fine. 365 is, but it ha- if you can't get the Whole Foods brand, get the fuck out of my viewer section. Honestly, get the fuck away o- from Honestly, me. honest to God, call Nielsen and cancel the television. <laughs> um, Tara has a one-star review. Uh-huh. COVID money grab. Oh, boy. This is from February 2022. Oh, okay. So that's pretty late. Nothing new in this book, and one-third recipes dessert. Who eats dessert anymore? Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, okay. And technically, it's parenthetical. Who eats dessert anymore? Question mark. Parenthetical, period. Right, okay. So they... It's nuanced. Time the Contessa put on shoes and walked into the sunset. I mean... I do agree with that point. I wish your premise was better. I wish your premise was better. I am ready to sunset the barefoot uh, Contessa in her swimming pool of billions. I uh, I eat dessert. I think I do. I eat dessert. Um, I, I don't make dessert, but I don't. I don't find paste. Pa- I don't find pastry cooking fulfilling. I like savory. Uh, yeah. I just like cooking savory. Yeah. But like you know. Who eats dessert anymore? Um, this is my last review. It's very short. And I'm mostly bringing it for the name of the person reviewing it. Mm. Devin G, I want to return the send label, has a one-star review. <laughs> Does not contain info that is new or creative. Disliked recipes as they are recorded somewhere else. Uh, no one found that helpful. No one sent Devin a, a return label. No, I don't know um, what you mean. And we're all fucked. Because Devin's very upset. I don't know if you've noticed, but Devin kind of made a whole account. A whole account and couldn't even get to the section that wasn't their name. 
before they requested a return send label, please. For the love of God. How the fuck do I request it? Okay, fine. I'll make an account. God, okay. Uh, Username. Send me a goddamn return label. Send me a fucking label. Enter. Does that do it? Password. What the fuck do you mean password? Okay, fine. Password. Send me a goddamn (laughs) return label. Enter. What do you mean retype the password? Send me a goddamn return label. What do you mean they don't match? Fuck um, so that's my cookbook edition of the book hook. I'll type you... it really carefully. Send me a goddamn return label. What do you mean no special characters or numbers? Fuck! Are you belligerent yet? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you are a belligerent bibliophobe, please tell a friend. Yeah, thank you. To listen to this show. Mm. Um, if you would like to tell me what gender is, Mm. You can reach me at foreverocritic at gmail.com, at Critic Everyone on Twitter, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. Do you feel like I do? Peter Frampton killed it. Boom. Fuck it. Nail it. Nail it to the wall. Send it to my dad. I would like to thank Peter Frampton. Biff Sizzler. Popularizing the frog box. Thank you, Peter Frampton. I would like to thank Yum Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music, Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear, and as always, Peter Frampton for the frog box. <laughs> for the frog, which only my parents called it that. It's not actually called that. I forget. I, I always forget what the actual thing is called. I know. So no one knows where a messy episode. You know what? A messy one. I'd like to thank brother of the show, Oliver, for making our artwork. If you'd like to request artwork of your own, you can reach out to him at beastcoastarts at gmail.com. And if you would like to buy a kangaroo, a wallaby, or even a wallaroo, then you can get in touch with the Outback Kangaroo Farm in Arlington, Washington. Thought I was going to say Virginia, didn't you? No. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. On that oh, note. Oh, God. Ugh, that was a gross one. It was, it was moist. Ugh. Ugh, can't do it today. Stop making sense. Boom, fucking killed it. You do it. I can't do it today. It's wet. We'll catch you next Wednesday.